Let's talk about the waiver wire pickups for week 16. Number one on my list is Ayo Desunmu. It was announced this week that Zach Levine will undergo season-ending surgery to address a foot issue that has plagued him all season. Patrick Williams has also missed the last four games with a foot issue, and he is set to miss the next two weeks. And in my opinion, with the All-Star break right around the corner, it wouldn't be shocking to see the Bulls just hold him out through the break. Ayo Desunmu has already been kind of a pickup over the last couple of months, but with both Williams and Levine now out, he is a must-roster and also a must-start. Over his last seven games, he's averaged around 34 minutes. He scored around 17 points per game. He's also grabbed nearly three and a half rebounds per game. He's dished out three assists. He has 1.4 steals during that span and also 1.1 blocks. And he's also knocked down 2.1 triples. He is a must add in every format. I also want to mention that he's shooting at 43% from deep and 57% from the field. I think both he and Alex Caruso should have some pretty good rest of season value. If you can pick either of them up now, I would strongly recommend it. Caruso has been on a tear the last month, knocking down 2.2 three-pointers per game, scoring a little bit more than 10 points per game, grabbing nearly four rebounds, dishing out around three and a half assists, but where he's really made his bread and butter is on defense. He's averaged 1.5 steals per game and 1.8 blocks per game over the last month. If you're in need of a guard, I would give both of them a very strong look. I think they're going to have a lot of good value while Patrick Williams is out, but in my opinion, like I mentioned, I think they have some good rest of season value. Next on my list is Paul Reed. The former G League Rookie of the Year and MVP has a big opportunity in front of him. With it coming out that Joel Embiid has a meniscal flap tear, he's going to be out for the foreseeable future, at least while he's weighing out his treatment options. In comes Reed. Reed in 12 starts this year has looked pretty capable. He's averaged around 25 minutes in each of those games and he's scored around 11 points. He's grabbed around seven rebounds, dished two assists out, gotten 1.1 steals and 1.3 blocks. And he's also knocked down half a three pointer per game. So he's gonna help you everywhere. He's definitely very capable. I think while the 76ers are still adjusting to life without Joel Embiid, there may be a bit of a low period where they're shifting lineups around a bit, but. I think Reed will definitely settle down sooner rather than later, and he should have some really good value, especially while Joel Embiid is out of the starting lineup. Of course, no one person can replace Joel Embiid, so I anticipate both Kelly Oubre and DeAnthony Melton whenever he comes back from his back injury to see a boost in their minutes. Reed is rostered in about 51% of leagues, and even though he's kind of a wait and see player, I would still grab him just because of the potential workload he has in front of him. Next on my list is Brandon Pajemski. Chris Paul went down with a hand injury in the beginning of January, and he's slated to be reevaluated within the next couple of weeks. But with that being so close to the All-Star break, it wouldn't be shocking to see the Warriors just hold him out until after the break. While young, Pajemski has already proven that he belongs in this league. And he did start off a little bit slow when Paul first got hurt, but over his last seven games, he's really seen a good increase in his workload. He's averaging around 32 minutes a night. He's scoring around 10 points per game, grabbing six rebounds, dishing out five assists, and he's getting around 0.7 stocks per game. We definitely would like to see that defensive production go up a bit, but while he's getting over 30 minutes a night, it's gonna be hard not to start him. It also helps that Andrew Wiggins unfortunately went down with an ankle slash foot injury in the last game and is slated to miss at least one more game. 
My hunch is they may even hold him out through the All-Star break if it's severe enough. Pajemski was already solidifying his place in the rotation, and if he can improve on his three-point shot and increase his defensive production, he may supplant Wiggins in the starting lineup. The Warriors have finally seemed to come to terms with the fact that if they want to stay competitive, they have to continue to keep their young players involved. We've already seen some of the vets come out and say they're passing the torch to the younger players, and that has done a lot for the team. We've seen Jonathan Kaminga really turn it up in the last month, and it wouldn't be shocking to see Pajemski's role stay pretty solid throughout the rest of this year. He's only rostered in about 33% of leagues, and if you're looking for a combo guard that won't really give you too many three-pointers or defensive stats, I would give him a look. Last on my list is Precious Achiwa. The Knicks have won nine straight games and have won 14 of their last 17 games. They have a case for being the best team in the NBA right now. And this is without Julius Randle, Mitch Robinson, and OG Ananobi. Ananobi should return to the lineup pretty soon. He's dealing with an elbow injury and has missed the last four games. But Randle should be out for at least three weeks. It wouldn't be shocking to see him out a little bit longer. Mitch Robinson is lost for the season, and this front court needs healthy bodies. Achiwa has played over 40 minutes in each of his last three games, and over the last week, he's averaged around 12 points, grabbed around 8.5 rebounds per game, he's also gotten one steal, and 1.5 blocks per game during that span. He'll definitely see a dip in production once Ananobi returns to the starting lineup, but while he is getting such a heavy workload, he is a must pickup. He won't get you very many assists or threes, and he will hurt your free throw percentage a bit, but if you're in need of a power forward slash center, he is definitely worth a look. Those are some waiver wire pickups heading into week 16. Thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe and let me know your thoughts heading into week 16 in the comments below.